Oh, oh we sleep. peaked a long time ago with this show. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it's all building up to episode 50. The firing of Hugh? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that one. Yeah. More of a layoff. Cutbacks. Cutbacks? Who would yeah. we replace them with? Well, the okay. redundancies. No. <laughs> you, you need them. You need yeah. those. How, how well, would this show survive without my uh, blatant abuse? What is it? What is the the saying? Like, if you have a thousand monkeys with typewriters, eventually they'll come up with with writing Shakespeare. Hamlet. Ha- yeah, Hamlet. So, like, how many monkeys do we think it'll take for Hugh? Five. <laughs> Even that that many? It's well, like an Aggie joke. Yeah. What's the Aggie joke? Any joke about a stupid person, you make it an Aggie joke. It's an Aggie knee slapper when somebody like hit, they hit their elbow. A knee slapper. I thought it was a Polish knee slapper. See, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's, interchangeable. It's, I don't know if the, that's acceptable much anymore. Right. No? You, the, the Polish jokes? Yeah. It's, no. not the, it's not the correct nomenclature? No, I well, don't I, believe it. I'm trying dude. to figure out. What, what, what's left to... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, exactly. Dude, I don't believe that's the correct <laughs> nomenclature anymore. Chinaman is not the correct <laughs> nomenclature. <laughs> oh, that commercial made me sad during the Super Bowl. Oh, I didn't actually... I didn't watch any of those commercials. No, um, you, you didn't watch Do you guys any. even have the sound on at the bar? Uh, yes, it was. It on. was, but I wasn't paying attention. Nobody does. I was talking to other people. Like I said, over a text, the only one, and I don't even know what it was for, and I just I caught this tiny little bit but the only one i noticed and it made me cry within two seconds was seeing that this that whatever they were talking about old people will go into NICUs and they will spend time holding these little infants these babies when their parents can't be there to hold them and i just almost started bawling right there <laughs> to like less than two seconds of this ad and mm. already got me and i was like i can't i'm not this is that no. had you. I remember seeing you. You're like, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> cry. And I'm like, Oh Jesus, that's a bit. He's early. like, Not on me. No. <laughs> you're you're get... far enough away at that point for me not to worry about it. Yeah. So I don't cry on you. No, you do not. But that you you made some friends. It seemed like. Yeah. So, age appropriate friends, girls that aren't in their twenties that you have to deal with their bullshit all over again. Well, one of them was in their twenties. Actually, two of them were in their twenties. One was my like my age. Okay. Was she their mom? God, no. <laughs> How rude. Mm. Oh, that... but, yeah, sorry. oh, go ahead. I was no. going to say that the commercial with the dude was sad. Sad makes me sad. I could see it from afar. What was it, it about? Was, it was Stella Artois, and it was basically the gist of it was that Sarah Jessica Parker was Carrie Bradshaw. Uh-huh. I didn't know the exact plot. She came into this bar, and instead of order, they said, like, oh, do you want a Cosmo, her drink? She said, no, I want a Stella. Mm-hmm. And then the dude walks in, goes to the bar. They ask him if he wants a white Russian. Mm-hmm. And he was it a white Russian or black? Yeah, white, white Russian. Russian. I, yeah, and then um, and he said, no, he wants a Stella. And the whole point of the ad was that, you know, the, those two were so known for their drinks, but they, mm. they, you know, they've moved on to Stella. And even in the background, which you didn't even really notice, was the, um, Dos, the Dos Equis guy, yeah. the most interesting man in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, but the thing that annoyed me about the commercial is that they gave Carrie a draft Stella and for some reason the dude had Stella in a bottle mm. which I don't really get I mean I know I know a lot of bars do offer both when they have something on draft and on bottle but why on earth would you go for the bottle I don't know. everything's better on draft uh, some people are germaphobes and prefer the bottle over that's a draft yeah that's because you don't sometimes don't know how well those glasses are cleaned or the and pipes are cleaned exactly those tabs can get pretty grody some people have oral fixations. They like the bottle. That's exactly true, too. Oh. Or maybe we don't want to just go ahead and automatically say that Carrie Bradshaw has an oral fixation. No, it'd be the other way. It'd be the dude has an oral fixation. He got the bottle. 
I know. Well, maybe oh. that's the reason oh, they see. did not give her oh, the bottle. I see. But if it's Samantha, it would have been a bottle. Oh, definitely. Of course, she was also sitting down at a table. He was at the bar True. initially. So. And they actually filmed these on separate studios on separate days, probably her in New York and him out here in L.A. And then they married this entire thing together. Oh, I absolutely think so. Yeah, you're probably right. It was also, it seemed like a pretty classy establishment. She was wearing one of her typical fancy dresses, and he was walking in like a bathrobe, so. That's what he wears. So Stella, right, we but, love your beer. So but please. the place doesn't have a dress code? I mean, I get stopped at places in bar for less than that. He's the dude. Yeah, we He's the dude. He, he drinks at bowling alleys. He's not going to a fancy bar. I can always tell when, um, the, when, when the Big Lebowski has been on like TV lately, like on TNT or HBO <laughs> or something, because all of a sudden I get a whole bunch of people ordering white Russians. Or they just saw it for the first time. Yep. Because that's but they, they but they just order it and I just look at them and I just I'm like oh it's shoot a terrible me now. Drink. it's disgusting it's a terrible drink yeah there are worse drinks than that one <sighs> right, well for you that's a horrible drink to it have that well, just... although I'm very happy the way that we we just have like some creamers those individual creamers like up there I was like it makes it easy for me mm. so yeah and I also I'm kind of like a good bartender like I shake it before I serve it. A lot of people just pour it together and then let the person go. Just sort like, it out. yeah, serve it up, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, no, I'll shake it for you. Can you guys think of any other shows? Well, it's funny that they use those two examples, like shows or movies where a drink. Somebody's known for that. And then it's like, it, then there was an influx, like the old fashioned with Mad Men mm -hmm. became a thing. Yeah. And I'm obviously the Cosmo with. It's, it's, it's super generic because you don't know the type, but like Norm with a beer. Yeah. Huh? I mean, but that was a bar, though. I mean, that does. I don't know if that counts. I mean, those girls were ordering Cosmos at bars all the time. That's true. I'm just trying to think if there was any other like. Said there's something about a martini. I mean, well, obviously, I oh, mean, that's one. There's, I mean, the, the, well, you've got the you've got the James Bond martini, mm -hmm. but then you also have the the other martini like with olives, and a lot of times like dirty martinis. There was some. There's some female character that always got. Martini oh, with olives. That rant the President Bartlett on West Wing when he goes on the rant about how um, James Bond is a weakling because he orders a weak martini because you should get it stirred, not shaken. Otherwise, it's watered down. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. Um, or uh, on Mash, Hawkeye made his own martinis. Oh, like mm -hmm. using like a you know his own homemade still. Mm -hmm. In Korea. In Korea. You in know, a, in wartime. It was that was a conflict. I thought. What was this in yeah. a war? We haven't had any wars since we had, uh, since World War II. They've right. all been conflicts. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. I think they officially called it a police conflict. Oh. You know, get those commies out. Police uh, in the world there. Yeah. Making some money for those in, those contractors. Team America, World Police. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> One of the, the best movies. It's the greatest, the greatest theme song. America, fuck yeah, has got a, How that did win an Oscar, I they don't know. They got nominated, didn't it? Uh, no, they won. No. A, a Blame Canada got it nominated yeah. for... Um, for for uh, bigger the, cut, longer... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they lost to Phil Collins from whatever mo from movie um, or something. It was... And then they went on the next season to troll Phil Collins. They did a whole episode, and Phil Collins is just holding his Oscar and like kissing it the entire time. And it was just, They were so it's upset. A, it was a Tarzan movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That was was that was that the Oscars where Trey and Matt showed up in dresses? Yes. Uh, yes. J Lo and mm -hmm. and they and Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, yes. And they they admitted. Well, I don't know. If, I don't remember them doing interviews on the carpet, but they said many years later that they were on ecstasy. I'm so like so they, he says they were a mess on the carpet. I'll take it because yeah. those guys are 
Fucking and hilarious. it was genius that they had Robin Williams do the Blame Canada, like up on stage. Oh, yep. Yeah, because you know they always perform yeah. the original songs, and the, it, there really was no singer except for them singing it. Mm-hmm. So they just were like, hey, Robin Williams, you want to do it? Right. And he did. Did he do the uh, the mother? I guess it would be the mother. I think he I think he did it by himself. I don't. Rem- I, I have to go back and watch it. Hmm. We'll have to YouTube Blame Canada. How do we get on that? I don't oh, t- World Police, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a. I, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm that surprised a- I got through that movie without pissing myself. <laughs> like, it's one of those movies, if you watch it for the first time, you should wear a diaper. Have you seen the NC 17 version? Yes. Okay. That's because I'm like, that's the level where it's like, oh, I, I loved it. I was like, that's even better. Yeah. And it was just a sex scene. You should get a little closer to your mic. Oh, am I? Like, I'm, I'm hearing myself a little louder than oh. I should. So. Yeah, now you sound right. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Poor Matt Damon. He was not treated very well. Oh, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, just my favorite. Oh, and then the, the, the fact that SAG was called SAG. Sorry. It just was the what was it? It was Film Actors Guild. That's right. And it was just, oh, I mean. Our King, Kim Jong Un singing, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, my God. No, Kim Jong Il. Yeah, Eel. Kim Jong Il. Oh, they yeah. should have brought in King John Un at some point, just being like a toddler, like. Well, they that didn't. One. You didn't know that he was kind of alive actually back then. Did we? No. Not. No. Not. I mean, I think you. I, I didn't know he had a sister. Knew, yeah. He, yeah. He's not the only child. Right. I mean, we knew they had family, but they didn't really roll the kids out very much. Like who you saw saw was Kim Jong Il. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's. What did I watch a few months ago? I watched something. Maybe it was a Frontline or something like that about. Korea and actually the and it was going back the entire generations. I, it was a few part series. I probably watched it on Netflix or uh, uh, Amazon Prime. Anyway, it's quite fascinating about how really Kim Jong Il did not want to be. He he's like yeah. an artist and he he yeah does he loves, all of this he stuff. movies. He, he loved love movies. movies. That's yeah. why he kidnapped those South Korean actor actress and director and did all of this. And so that's why. In, in a lot of his regime, it was about wasn't so much about military stuff or building things. It was about promoting, like creating these dance and these like big shows. And if you did do a military thing, it was a military parade to show the might and to have this drama. Like it had to have that aspect to yeah. it, uh, and that was why it was his the only way he could like marry it and be happy, but not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also I just have one question. Because I was just going through our uh, feed, and I'm like, do via the Super Bowl and the halftime show, mm-hmm. and the, the Maroon Five of the jacket, jacket, t-shirt slash tank top, yeah, and everyone's making fun of the tank top. Now, they're not making fun. Are they making fun of Adam Levine, or are they making fun of the designer when they're matching it to curtains and pillows? They're, I'm making fun of the designer. Well, there were so many people that posted things like that. Like it wasn't just one person. No, no. A, a lot of people had the. The, the pillow curtains. or the curtains, mm-hmm. and they that just means they all have terrible taste. Mm-hmm. They're, I, I don't, they're calling themselves out. That too. Yeah. But I, I'm assuming the pillow came from Target. and then Something. Like, I mean, it's very like... Is anybody like, taking credit for that? I haven't heard. Probably not. I don't think the, desi- the designer is just like, oh, shit, I've been busted. Yeah, probably. I mean, that ugly shirt was better than his awful tattoos. What? California? His, ta- his tattoos are terrible. <laughs> I still like the Brentwood joke. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sure everyone's seen, like, anyone who's listened to this show yep. has seen that joke, so. 
straight out of uh, Brentwood or what is it? The yeah, yeah, the, those tattoos came from the mean streets of Brentwood. Right. Yeah. I think that was on Overheard LA or something like that. Yeah. We did not come with, uh, with that. That was not Someone originally us. Uh, somebody else did, and we are telling that, so we're not trying to steal it. You, because we don't not... steal. <laughs> I was just hoping they'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd play their original hit that when they were still Kara's Flowers. Oh, really? Soap, soap Disco. <laughs> soap oh. Disco. Yeah. Oh, I never such heard good, Oh, Flowers. you can go back and look. You can watch the video on YouTube. Kara's Flowers, the name of the band, with a K. And then the song is called Soap Disco. The video, I think it was shot at like the, the 101 coffee shop. Something, it was one of those old 60s era coffee shops. I think it might be that one, but I, I, it's been so long since I've seen it. Mm. Soap Disco. It's called Soap Disco. I'll it make note. It or I have made note. It is, a, it is a catchy song. I'll get. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll put a link up on Twitter or something. Or one of you guys can do that, because you know the Twitters better than I do. The, the Twitters, yeah. I mean, Nate's the best at the Twitters. Mm. I do it some. I kind of yeah. depend. I like to read on the Twitter. I t- that's where I get my news. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Probably a bad thing. Well, it's, I usually when people are posting links to actual news articles. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not, I saw a thing the other, uh, last week. It was a, um, a study of a poll of where people get their news social media wise. And Twitter was like in the like halfway down. It was a number. It wasn't just Twitter. Inst- it wasn't just the main ones. It was a lot of like the LinkedIn was one of them. I don't really LinkedIn. Think was, Who the fuck is on? LinkedIn? It was at towards the bottom. I think you people are like who are in offices and corporations. LinkedIn is their Facebook now because they've yeah. blocked Facebook. And like YouTube was one. It was, so it was all the social media. But the shocking one is the the n- t- number one by a lot was Facebook. Yeah, I and it was forty three percent, which is mm-hmm. terrifying since they. Facebook's been getting in trouble for directing news certain ways. Well, and that's like in Myanmar, they're talking about how basically everybody gets there in a lot of countries, but this was specifically for Myanmar. Like they totally get almost all their news from Facebook and that's where they're getting it. And it's very targeted because, you know, the, the Rohingya um, that are, mm. that are the, the, the Muslim minority that is getting, beaten and chased and killed you know it's a genocide that's happening and then they're fleeing Myanmar and they're refugees but they but then all the news is like no this is not happening inside Myanmar it's Mm -hmm. like no this is not happening and everything comes through Facebook and everything then is like is is skewed but because they're not getting they don't even have to like have real news right per se and I think you guys understand what I'm trying to say I do rather inarticulately (laughs) <laughs> but they but they have shown I think it's also another I think it's Thailand. Yeah, it's like pretty much everybody Facebook is the internet mm-hmm. for a lot for a a lot of people and then a lot of countries like you just Facebook is the internet. Yeah. Except for North Korea. Well, North Korea sadly does not have. I think they've it's probably China too. I mean China has the has plenty of internet. It is just their it is their internet and it is guarded like I mean <laughs> We're going to talk about Big Brother right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like our podcast is not popping up on someone's... Oh, you, by the way, you have to listen to this, government-wise. <laughs> right. <It's> like, <laughs> sorry. Sorry for you, one guy or girl. From the NSA who listens to our podcast. Exactly. is like, oh, shit, these guys again. <laughs> what trigger word did they say? Oh, Myanmar? God damn it. Why do they talk... Why does that bitch bring up politics every so often? And for five <laughs> seconds, now we can... Now we can move on. Yes, exactly. Oh. Any other fun things happened this weekend for anyone outside of us surviving the rain? 
surviving the rain, the lovely rain, which I want to come back. I don't mm. like the sun being out right now. Fuck it. The sun is back. It, was, it was fun. To, it, it was a bit tough to wake up this morning, get out of bed when it was raining at 10. Th- 10 30 yeah. shut the fuck up Nine. i woke up at six shut up dealing with that rain oh i was up i was just kind of not wanting to get out of bed. i woke up i got up early on purpose and went i went and and did meditation this morning at, at, at den meditation not the mm. den on sunset where i didn't bartend but den meditation and did this like tapping thing i'd heard about it before no oh, one did it before it was very interesting it was very Tapping. Tapping meditation. Yes. <laughs> it's like a, it's like they call it EFT. I don't know what remember that stands for. Yeah, my roommate does that stuff. But yeah, it's like to release like blocked energy. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I found it at least relaxing. I've been up since Friday, so. Well, I mean, you're a vampire. Not a very good one. No. Not in this. Maybe you're a zombie. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. At this point? You're not pulling a Jonesy on us. A Jonesy? You know, undead, but, you know, just still parties, moving. Still moving. No, no, definitely not a Jonesy. No. The Keith Richards. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gently Jonesy's jukebox. So we had the Super Bowl. That's was that. We can move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody, that was the, nobody won that. That was the worst. The only, the only person who won this, anything on Sunday was Gladys Knight. Oh yes, and, she, oh, but she made it cause a lot of controversy. Oh, with the double, yeah, yeah. the double what? She, they, uh, the one of the biggest prop bets in all. Su- I assume this would bet he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, one of the biggest prop bets every for any big game for the Super Bowl especially is the over under on the time for the national anthem. Uh huh. And you can always the 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 bets in like this is the stupidest thing. Oh ever. no, prop bets are terrible. Like you Fantastic. can do prop bet. For, there was a prop bet for the if the first player who scored any sort of points was going to be white or black. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, since most of the Patriots are white, that was that's kind of skewed that way. I know. Um, but the but the one they always do is the national anthem, over under, and you can usually have a pretty good idea know, going in if you know who's singing it. If you get an R and B singer, mm-hmm. like a Whitney Houston type, something like that, you're like, oh, this is going long. And Whitney Houston's. National anthem back in what was it like ninety one or ninety two was somewhere like, in there still like the best oh, one a, ever. It was released as a single. I know that and uh, Mar- Marvin Gaye's from the I believe is the eighty three NBA All Star game. Yep. If you've not listened to those that, check it gold, out. Those are two gold standards. Yeah, he had like I, a, he had even like a backing, um, you know, uh, beat, mm-hmm. which most don't. Need, but o- only he could get away with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Are we forgetting Fergie's? Oh God. Stop <laughs> it. No, we're not going that way. <laughs> okay, back to yours. <laughs> Roseanne's anybody? Roseanne's. Oh, that was a good one. Um, so yeah, so there's an over under um, on the time on the amount of time from start to finish, mm-hmm. um, from O to brave. brave. Okay. Um, and so this year, people were thinking uh, it'll be an under because Gladys is not the type to just stretch notes out. No. So um, what happened was that she came very very close. Like it was right there on the the thing. Like people were like, "Finish it! Come on, finish it! You were right here." And she did finish it. Technically, she said "brave" twice. Had she only said "brave" once, it would have been under the limit. It mm-hmm. had she so people were like, "The you know the the bets are negated. This can't be." She changed the lyrics. She added. She said "brave" twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out Vegas had to pay both out. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. She yeah. saved a lot of people. That's a. Stupid fucking bet. Mm-hmm. And I bet she did that on purpose. 
Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Because she's kind of she's kind of like that. She's a badass. She'd be like, fuck that shit. She probably learned about it. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to work this. I'll, I'm going to work this. No, they're, they're like bets on like, what are the halftime song, songs from Maroon 5? What songs Wait, is What was open? the first song? Was oh, the one my big God. One? People will find anything to bet. Gamblers are gamblers through and through. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's entertaining to watch them when they're like, it doesn't go their way, and it won't when it does oh. go their way. Because especially with these prop bets. It's oh, rich. Well, yeah, people with gambling problems will gamble on anything. Rich people will gamble on everything. Like, yeah, they will. Somebody bet $250 on the Rams only score th- three points. Yeah, yeah. Paid out $100,000. Oh, my there, yeah, God. Yeah, and, uh, and they came very close to hitting. Had they hit that second field goal, that yeah, would have been. Nothing. They would have lost at 250 so. Yeah. But they missed it. The curse continues, in my opinion. I like the number of the people that were talking about how great it would be to be um, anybody else in Maroon 5, just as in life, because you're, you're very wealthy, you're in a very successful band, but nobody knows who the hell you are, or rec- you could walk in anywhere, nobody would recognize you. <laughs> Especially after that show. Yeah, yeah. Those guys did nothing. That was, people were like, oh, who should they do next year? Beyonce, Beyonce won't come back. No. I'm always like, Bruno Mars. Big. Well, no, next year is it's in Miami. It's got to be Pitbull. Oh, it has to be Pitbull. If it's not Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305. What was it? Billy on Levitar was saying it's got to be Pitbull with Flowrider. I think you need to bring The Rock out as well. Okay. Sure. Why not? He's Miami. He went to school there. Yeah. And just mm. it, it just makes sense. Um, Ballers. Ballers. <laughs> And the, uh, there's also a little controversy where people were really confused about the drum line. They, they managed to find a drum line in Atlanta that was mostly white. Yeah, uh, I mean. Because, which was insulting to a lot of, I mean, it was bad enough they got Maroon 5 for an Atlanta shows because Atlanta's, Atlanta, you know, what, what country is to Nashville, hip-hop R&B is to Atlanta. Yeah. And they did get Big Boy. And it is true that they probably couldn't get a lot of people because a lot of people were protesting Agreed. it. Agreed. But, but to pick an all-white group from Brentwood, California, was a little <laughs> insulting. But then, even, like, drum lines are such a big part of the yeah. Southern HBCU culture. Oh, my gosh. That in, in Atlanta alone, like, there's, like, Atlanta A&U, like, there's, what, Clark University, Atlanta mm-hmm. A&U. Hell, the whole plot line of drum line yes. takes place in that area. <laughs> I mean, hello. People are people tweeting about that, like, like, where the fuck's Nick Cannon? What's yeah. going on here? Oh. But Love it's, a good drum line, it's man. Such, but it's, I don't and doubt even it. even the that... plot of Drumline, it was a big deal that his friend was white trying to get into the Drumline. Yes. And they showed, and they, people were, and then people, of course, were like, why would you have to bring race into it? On these Twitter <laughs> arguments. And they were like, no, this, this was an all, this Drumline was brought from people around the country from, the, from different teams and this, and that's fine. But you have to understand what a Drumline means in Atlanta. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like the... The Southern Classic and all those those college football games yeah. at, at all the HBCUs, nobody cares about football. Mm-mm. It's the drumline battles at halftime. Mm-hmm. The half, it's the it's the reverse sporting event where the sporting event is built around the the, the halftime show is the event, yeah. and all of the game is a filler. Yeah, it just it was weird. I mean, it's not it's not Georgia, it's not Atlanta, but I remember my the first. Dallas Cowboy football game I ever went to. I was a kid. I was maybe like eight or nine years old. And at halftime, Grambling State played. And 
I thought this happened at every freaking halftime show. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the best thing I'd ever seen. I was mesmerized. I was like, this is amazing. And so the next time I got to go, which was a few years later, but still, it was like the most boring halftime show or whatever. I mean, granted, it, you know, it's another like high school or college marching band there. But they were so boring. Yeah, <laughs> they were so white. I was like, I need Grambling State every yeah. every game because they are super good. I remember good. That, that game growing up, Grambling State Southern yep. was the big game. Mm-hmm. And they would air it nationally. Yes. And it was the one college game where they actually aired halftime. Exactly. You like, don't go away from that halftime. Like, you'll see, like, Ohio State, their band is famous. Mm-hmm. And Stanford's band. Stanford's U- band's a lot of fun. USC's band is famous, too. Yeah. And they're fun, but, too. But, but one no, of those, it's if, not the when same. it's a Stanford, say a Stanford-USC game, what they'll do is when they're coming back, from like halftime on the broadcast, mm-hmm. they'll show a snippet yeah. of the band playing. Grambling Southern, they play the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, because sorry, like USC and Stanford, oh so white. Still, <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, oh, but yeah, Grambling State and Southern. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, missed missed opportunity on halftime. Wow, mm-hmm. well, wow, that was a big miss. Well, the whole thing was a miss. I missed the last time they the do you remember I think it was the oh two or oh three halftime show it was when they really went all out with like trying to make it an all star show. It was Britney. Mm, Britney, and Britney, Stone. Britney, and Britney was wearing the sock on her yep. wrist. Um it was mm-hmm. Nelly. It was um In Sync was on that. Uh, this one was Aerosmith. Aerosmith, that's In Sync right. yeah, I think In Sync did do something. It was like this so this is like right around oh two, something like that. And it was like almost too many stars. Yeah. It was just absurd. One one or two guest stars is fine, except when the guest star outshines the main one, which happened with Katy Perry. Like Katy Perry, but that was the 2015 mm-hmm. Super Bowl when the, uh, the the Seahawks fucked it up at the last second, mm-hmm. and it was Katy Perry had this whole ornate like she comes out riding like a lion. And she has this whole, that was with the left, famous Left Shark yeah. performance. Yeah. And she's playing for 20 minutes, going through all her hits. And then all of a sudden, Missy Elliott comes up, yep. does like half of one song, and all people talked about was Missy Elliott. Yeah. Like, that, you just don't do that. Well, and there was another one, because Bruno Mars did the halftime show, and that was a great one. But there was, I feel like, another oh, halftime show previously where Bruno Mars was like a guest on it. It was, af- it was, the, it was, it would, I, I don't know why I know all the... It's, so the 2013 was Beyonce. Mm-hmm. 2014 was Bruno Mars. Those were them alone. Mm-hmm. 2015 was Coldplay. And they brought, but, but they brought out Bruno yes. and Beyonce. Yes. And then Bruno and Beyonce... Not only stole did, it. <laughs> not only did they steal it, at one point, they're up on stage doing a dance-off. Uh-huh. And Chris Martin's just in the background like, what should I do? Yep. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I was, like, I was like, oh, it's just Cold, been stolen. I don't hate Coldplay. I mean, they're the butt of a lot of jokes. I like, I like Cold, their music. Like and if too. you actually go and watch some clips on YouTube, which sometimes I'll fall down that hole, they're a good live band. Mm-hmm. But you don't put them on stage with Beyonce and Bruno Mars. No, <laughs> no. I just, I just don't think you put them in with a football crowd. No. Like, that's they're not right for that. Well, like, are you sure? I think I found a worse one than that. What? Shania Twain, No Doubt, and Sting. Oh. When was, when was that? 2003. I mean, I wasn't going that, like, on that note. I'm just saying I'm the just crowd saying. that you put them in front of. So well, left after, turn, sorry. Well, after, after Janet... Gate. They they oh, went they went one. vanilla for several yes. years in a row. That was like I don't remember the exact order, but they did um, they did the Who, 
They did Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. They did, uh, I don't remember the Stones did it. The Stones they did, did do Tom it. Petty. So it was like, and yeah. all, all great artists in their own right, but they were going, they were like, okay, none of these guys are going to do anything bad. Which is crazy, because if you think about it, it's like The Who and The Stones and Tom Petty used to be like, on the fringe and like, oh, watch out for these guys. They're rock and roll. Yeah. They're the rebels here. And now it's like, oh, no, you're, you're safe. They were, uh, they're old. Yeah, they're old. I know. It's just interesting how life changes that way like, and how the zeitgeist changes too. And the, well, the shocking one that in the middle of all, because the Britney, I'm sorry, the Janet was the 0, 2003 season, 2004 was the Super Bowl. That was Janet. Okay, you know, outside of this being freakingly spot on, which he's gotten everything right right yeah, now. I'm not so. sub- I, I, I trust him completely in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm just, it was uh, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake, just mm-hmm. to give you the, and the Texas Southern Marching Band. Oh, there you I'm go. Could have used them this time around. Yep. Um, but no, so. Oh, the, what? one more. Oh. Jessica Simpson. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Well, everybody forgot about her. Yeah. I they, mean, honestly, we forgot about everything when that boob popped out. <laughs> I just remember sitting in the room. Half the people had gone outside. I had actually stayed. I was pretty stoned, so I couldn't really move at that time. But as soon as her boob popped out, we all just went, oh! Yeah. And everybody from outside came running, and we're like, what? And we just couldn't even articulate what had just happened. And that was the, I believe, the very early days of TiVo when you could go back. Mm-hmm. They did not have it. So. Where I, yes. I believe where I did was, because we were like, wait, did that just happen? I, I could be wrong, but I, be, I think the, the, the house I was at, the guy went back, <laughs> which that would have been the very early stages of DVR. Yeah. Um, but like, so they, they went to vanilla after that, except in the uh, 07 Super Bowl was Prince. No, that's mm-hmm. right. And they had to be like terrified that Prince was going to be do something because it's fucking Prince, and he yeah. did. Remember, he, there was the, when he uh, he did he had the huge like um, curtain yeah. sheet up, and that he was, was cool, he, cool. the silhouette behind it. He was playing, mm-hmm. and he brought his guitar up and like started going up and down the the, the <laughs> yeah. neck, looking like he was masturbating. Yeah. I'm sure the network was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> how did we not know this was going to happen?" Such a tight moment. And he did the whole thing in a storm. It was raining. It was raining. And I remember seeing interviews about it afterwards. They because they um, they were doing some like uh, countdown of all the best halftime shows, and the Prince one. Everybody was like, "Yeah, Prince and Michael Jackson from like the late '80s." Michael Jackson did this incredible mm-hmm. one at Candlestick Park. Um, the they were talking about this Prince one, saying that the and they, they were interviewing some of the crew guys, some like the engineers. And they said that they were terrified because none of that equipment was supposed to work in the rain, and they were oh, like. Shit. Oh God! It's like a miracle. Yeah, they're like, oh God, Prince is gonna get electrocuted on that on like live TV. But he and he was like in his heels, yep. spinning around on like a what had to have been a very slick surface. R.I.P. Prince. My God, how many of the acts that we just named have passed away since then? <laughs> Tom Petty, Prince, Michael Jackson. Uh, Who the, has survived the somehow. Black Eyed Peas career? Yeah. Oh, they made the, they made a great run. For Jessica themselves. Simpson singing career oh. too. <laughs> they I don't had, know she could still come back. TMZ had a video of Taboo from um, uh, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, he's the oh, yeah yeah he's the the, uh, the two that nobody remembers are uh, Taboo and Apple to App. Yep. Um, Taboo is like basically giving a message to Adam Levine, saying like it's all right, man, you'll get past it because the Black Eyed Peas. Prior to this, was considered the worst one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're gonna make fun of you for a while, but you'll get over it, dude. Uh, I just feel like nowadays, also, that nobody is really happy with 
it's like, like with, no with either with either the game or the halftime show. Mm. Just like nobody's happy with whoever hosts the Emmys or the Oscars or the Golden Globes. You've got it's about fifty fifty people hating hating on whoever's doing it, even if they do a good job. I mean, rarely is it either it's a it's a blowout, this is awesome, or is it, oh my God, this is the worst, everybody's like consensus, this is the worst fucking thing yeah. we've ever seen. Uh, it's going to be like that for a while. Yeah, I mean, the, the cynicism is just so deep. I, I don't know what we're even, I don't know what we as a community or as a society is even expecting out of these performances. Yeah. In general. Well, like we're, It's like we're, I don't know, maybe it's our cell phones, maybe it's the internet. We're looking for something amazing that we have never fucking seen before, but guess what? That, that happens I, so rarely. I think next year they should go for uh, K-pop. Like maybe bring K-pop would be cool. Bring BTS out there mm-hmm. just so the entire U.S. country is like, what the hell is happening? That would be great. That, that's actually. What, I would like to see all those football guys yeah. be like, what the fuck is this Korean? And, oh, and this is kind of. They realize halfway through it, they're like, I don't hate this. Yeah. Like, I can, I can. Oh wait a minute, these girls are going crazy. Oh well. That oh, is that right. could be the way to unify it because you're gonna have you're gonna have like. Or they'll be watching and be like, she's kind of cute. Wait a minute. Is that, a, is that a girl or a guy? <laughs> like the different groups on Twitter, like black Twitter, gay Twitter. There's many mm-hmm. different levels of Twitter. Yep. I feel like that would be unifying in all of them and that every every section of subsection of Twitter would be like, start off with, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and would end it with, that wasn't bad. Yeah. There'd be no arguments. Yeah. I mean, K-pop is trying to take off over the world anyway. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Didn't they win some awards recently? BTS? Yeah. Well, now they're. I have no idea. They are going more mainstream. I, I was uh, listening on the satellite radio the other day. They have a song with Steve Aoki. Oh. That's making it on like American oh, radio. Oh yes, they do. I think they, the song's in English, mm-hmm. which is unusual for them. Well, no, most of their songs are like half English, half Korean. So and mm. so there's there's a great on Netflix. You know, Netflix explains blank. They've got one for K-pop, and and that was very interesting. So yeah, a lot of the songs are like partially in English, uh, so they can kind of like start to get into that market. Are, are we going to break down this K-pop uh, episode that we talked about months ago? <laughs> Those like episode six or seven? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Re- remember when, uh, I don't even know if he's still a big thing, but Rain, the big Korean pop star, that um, that I only remember, like he's interna- internationally very famous, mm-hmm. but he became famous here because Colbert became obsessed with him on the Colbert Report. <laughs> so he'd always do news stories about Rain, and Rain even showed up one time. Oh it was God. really funny. That's but awesome. I haven't heard that. I, I haven't heard that name in a while. He was a bit older. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to look this up. Look up Rain and yeah. Yeah, I will. And Colbert was mm-hmm. it the Report? Or is it, was, it? Oh yeah, it was the it was way not, back. Yeah, Report. Okay. Way, way back when the Report. The, the I like I like his show now, but the Report was better. Well, yeah, that, that's because he was playing a character, yeah. essentially. So, and you, he, 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 he didn't have. Although they, they let him get away with quite a bit. He didn't have like quite the the censors for no, well, you know, with yeah. network. Yeah, it's you know, Comedy Central over. Right. Nothing will ever beat uh, W having him uh, host the press the uh, oh correspondence God. dinner oh God, because so nobody in the W's administration realized that it was a character. Yeah. They thought he was a real like they thought he really was I a conservative. And he that. just spent the whole time just ripping on everybody. It was brilliant. It was so good. It was so good. And now that show doesn't exist anymore. No, they take it they took it away. Yeah. Well, somebody, not gonna name names, does not like being made fun of. What? I know I'm not a big fan of it, but I, I don't think I have the power of taking that away. Very thin orange skin. Oh, very mm-hmm. thin. Like a, like a, like one of those Tangelo rhymes. 
very easy to peel off yeah, and everything. Like those little clementine rinds. But I heard I really it was good wanted. jeans. So, yeah. Someone had to write that. Mm-hmm. Good jeans. You know what else are good jeans? My sparkle glitter nails just magically growing out of my skin. Those are good jeans, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was it's, a possibility. Yeah. Yes. You didn't? No. You've never seen anybody else growing nails like this? Uh, obviously not. Yeah. So I'm not on top of the game. Well, I think we can all agree that everything here is good jeans, given that I'm falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Head to toe, baby. All good jeans. Yeah, at least my injury is an accident. <laughs> Work-related accident. Yeah. Yep. The lingering effects, though? Good jeans? I don't know about that. Well, I, I, I am I am growing a bunch of wonderful varicose veins, thanks to both of my parents. Mm. So there's some good genes there. Yep. That's exciting. I'm just like, oh, great. I am. I'm, I got it. There's certain things I'm like, I'm okay with leaning into old age with. That, not, not so much. I've always been curious in this, uh, not a topic I thought we'd get on, but I've seen those like vein centers that, that you'll see commercials yeah. for, and I've seen them around for like mm-hmm. people who have spider veins, varicose veins. How, do, how is that fit? Like, what do they do to get rid of stuff like that? Well, it depends because spider veins, they basically inject them with a solution that helps uh, get rid of them, like dissolve them. You don't really them. want to mess with veins too much. Right. Um, and the varicose veins, there's different things. There's different treatments that you can do. My, my father had some, and it's ironic because usually women tend to get varicose veins more than men do, but my dad had really bad and mm. still has some, but he had to basically get some of them removed, basically. Mm. Like, there's some that, because you'll sit there and they'll just, like, pulse. They'll just, Oof. like, throb, and you're just like, ugh. So it doesn't happen to me very often, but I can understand if it got to that point where it was constant, I'd be like, I want these motherfucker things done. But it's very painful to get them fixed from what I understand. So um, I think we're entering a whole new uh, listener market right now. <laughs> the varicose vein crowd. Yes. Hello, retirement home community. <laughs> yeah. There is a varicose vein clinic like across, like across the street on Santa Monica. I know I've seen places yeah. like that. Wait, and that's why like... I've always been curious because I didn't know how you would, because I knew you're not removing veins. Well, you can, I suppose, mm-hmm. but it's not good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just kind of, de- well, because basically the vein is kind of like a, has become like the mighty Mississippi River, and all of a sudden it, it's kind of like winding back in on itself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So if you cut off part of it, I mean, not that you really want to do that, no. do that, but I mean, this is something that I wouldn't... Spider veins, I know that I could get that taken care of at my dermatologist's office, like, um, and that would be fine. Not necessarily wonderful, but and it takes a few treatments, but that's okay. But spider veins, I would want to... I mean, varicose veins, I don't think I'd want a group on for that. Spider veins are like the worst kind of spider superpower. I think it's ironic because I really hate spiders. <laughs> they, uh, I don't, do people like spiders? Some, Some people, do. yeah. Yeah. My friend Robin, she's, a, she's an entomologist. She loves, okay, she loves bugs and she loves fair. spiders. Entomology, like, that's fair. Yeah, like, to I the, mean, to each their own and a lover, that's great. But I'm just like, if there's spiders in this house, please put them in the... To this day, the, the, I still think... That Arachnophobia is the scariest movie I've ever seen. It gave me Arachnophobia. Like, exactly. Like, for, for the longest... I've that never was, seen it. Don't. don't. Exactly. For the longest time, and I don't mean to trigger you, but, you know, there's scenes when, like, spiders are coming out of sinks, out of toilets, <laughs> out of showers, and it's like, for the long... I was like... That's just Australia. When, no, no, Australia has giant pythons coming out of toilets. Right. <laughs> 
I love that you that's I think I posted a story like when I was home it was a story about like the older woman in Australia who got bitten by a, a, a snake right. in her toilet mm-hmm. and the woman was so nonchalant she's like yeah I felt a little snap on my bum I got up and looked and yeah it was like a nine foot snake <laughs> she wasn't even like that scared about it she's like yeah we had somebody take it out because yeah. it was nine feet it I would have set fire her. to the house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what like, oh, God. there's a good meme for that one there's like a, a photo of this scary spider in a house, and then it's like the little kid with the the, the house on fire. In oh the yeah, background. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, I, I love that like little. Yeah, I love when they use that meme. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Y'all have to send me that. Oh, I'll show you this. <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry, brother. No, no, no. It uh, is one of the finest John Goodman roles. Uh, also, one of the the trick like trickster trailers of all times because they cut it to make it look like a comedy. Yeah. Right. And it was not. I mean, the th- the, this is the interesting thing. I know the very beginning of arachnophobia, like the the looking up at the stars and it just kind of like come pans down and then like whatever because people have tried to get me to watch it or all of a sudden I'm like changing the channel. I don't know what's on and I'm set, and then all of a sudden the the words arachnophobia and all that blah, 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 change it change it change yeah. it change it change it. That's the the photo of the girls. Yeah, oh, yeah, that girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. I read, so good. I read something yesterday. I'm, not, I'm sure I'm not doing it justice because I'm not getting all the facts right, but they, it was something about how, like, a spider's web is so intertwined with the being of the spider that it's, like, memories and being are part of the web. Huh. So, like, so basically it said, like, so when you, when asshole humans just go and smack a web down, mm-hmm. you're really fucking with the spider. Yeah. Like, it's it's messing with its, its I head. Don't, I, don't, I don't fuck with spiders. Yeah. And what? I even, like, in the house... Well, I, I kind of, I have this thing of, and I learned it from some of their superstitions. I try not to kill spiders unless they're really big. Um, but I also, and but if it's like late at night, if I'm trying to go to sleep and there's a spider up in the corner next to my ceiling, I will vacuum the shit out of that spider. I was like, no. But I will try to like cover it up and throw it away because apparently it's not good to kill spiders, like karmically. Also, I mean, they do eat bugs yeah. and that's a good thing. They serve a purpose. They do serve a purpose. I'm all for it, just like bees do. So, but yeah, like, but at the same time, like, if it's at night, I won't kill a fucking spider. <laughs> but I won't, I'm not going to fuck with its uh, web as long as it doesn't do one in my room. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's kind well, of you in a way. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, I have a new thing to be terrified. I have, saw another picture online. I trust everything online. Oh, okay. A, uh, mm-hmm. This breed of Japanese wasp. Oh, Jesus. It's, um, the person holding it is holding it safely, but it's basically about, um, about two inches tall. Oh. It's enormous. And its um, its venom from the sting can melt human flesh. Oh! It's what the. F- I'll I'll send you a photo. Of no, that. I, well, have you heard of the the Chrissy Teigen when she was on vacation? This thing. A few months nope, ago. Nope. Nope. That's not it. She was on vacation with her with her family a few months ago, and she did like an Instagram story, and she was like, "What is this bug?" And it was like this big, kind of waspy, but maybe not a wasp-looking bug, huge, and it had like landed on her, but it was just like kind of there, kind of flapping its little, you know, wings. And she's like, "Anybody can tell me what this what this bug no, is?" I'll find and like it. and like truly, like her daughter is like Luna's like next to her, kind of like looking at it too. They're right there. Somebody then tweets at her at, and was like. Dude, that thing is horribly poisonous. Like that will kill you. It will kill your daughter so fast. And she was like, "Oh shit!" She's like, "Thank God!" Like somehow it left her, left them alone, left them fine. But she's like, "I'm not gonna fuck with that shit anymore." <laughs> it was great because she's like, "This is so pretty. What is it?" And then it was like, "Dude, run, it, yeah, run now, <laughs> girl. 
You in danger. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Twitter, for actually coming to use at some point. Mm-hmm. But that, it is amazing what is out there that we don't know about. Like, there are things in Amazon that in the Amazon that we'll never know that can kill us easily yeah. with just a look. Or the ocean. Yep. The ocean. Well, I'd rather, you know. That when they say that we, we're only aware of about 3% of the wildlife in the ocean. Right. Yeah, that's a, well, we're killing all that other stuff anyway, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, they keep talking about all this alien life that may exist under that giant hole now in the Antarctic ice shelf. It's oh, like, yeah, that it's might be ho- releasing onto the, like, almost yeah. like the thing. Oh, yeah, they, they, they said that the hole now that's like two-thirds the size of Manhattan is opening up because the ice yep. shelf collapsed. And they said all this wildlife, or this ocean life under it, we don't know what it is. It's ter- like we have no clue. The same thing's happening up in Siberia because like the permafrost that's been frozen for tens of thousands of years because it's always uh-huh. cold right. is melting. So now now we're getting, starting to see like these bacteria and... Oh, like good. things like illnesses and things that we've never seen before because it's melting and now they'll be and around. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, killing off Russians what? to start. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a zombie apocalypse at some point. How can I not find this? Thing? I just, I want to just get laid again before the world ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> better get on that one because you never know when that's going to happen. I really don't. That is like a mental break. It's what? one of those things. I finally get standards, and now <laughs> I seem to really have. And then the world fucks me over. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's what it is. It's not. It's not. You know, time. Uh, that well, time, I, time is a flat circle. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with your theory on that one. It's a flat fucking circle. Time. Oh. <laughs> ding ding. Tap. I like. I like pulling that out because you get so exasperated uh, with that. Tap that you tapped into that. Little saying right there. You know, I think you could really use some tapping. I think mm. you. I think you find it as a great way to like release. You know, some of your emotions. Those British emotion, oh, emotions. It's called masturbation. I took care of it this morning. No, 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 no. This is different. I'm sure it is. Yeah. It, it's such a relief. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm not alone in this British mentality. You know, Twenty One Savage and I have a lot in common now. Oh, turns out. Too soon. What? Oh. He's British. Oh, God. No, oh. sorry. He just showed me a picture it's of a that Japanese bike. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What, about 21 Savage? Yeah. Who's 21 Savage? He's an Atlanta hip-hop artist uh-huh. that okay. is not from Atlanta. Okay. Well, well yes. He, he, is he getting de- Oh, and he's getting deported. deported yes. He, he's an Atlanta trap rapper who mm-hmm. basically has been known as being from Atlanta. That was sort of his... His thing. His thing, his background. Though he's, he's claiming... He, he was... Yes, he was... St- he's... Um, Brought cool. in by ICE, and yeah. de- and then he's facing um, deportation mm-hmm. um, because he's been here illegally since he... Basically what happened was his family is British. Mm-hmm. They moved here when he was 12 or 13. They overstayed their visa. And so he's been here on an expired visa since then, but he was also a kid at the time. It's not like he... He's a dreamer, too. Yes. he um, And he even applied... So this this is why he's claiming that he never really... He never claimed that he was he was American because he he's he's saying he never made a secret about it because he applied for a visa like two years ago. Mm-hmm. He applied for a U visa a few years ago. He has three kids here, um, and it, the visa is still in the process of going the going through. But like they, they're the the reason they're claiming that they're going to deport him is because of a felony conviction in 2014 that was actually expunged. It was a it was a drug. Um, 
Drug and gun. Drug and gun. He did plead guilty, but the but it was expunged from his record. But the thing is, is that ICE doesn't have to abide by expungements. They if the, the, they don't have to they don't have to care. No, the so, Gestapo is a you know. But the, but nobody's really sure. Mm-hmm. So this has been. I mean, his application's been on file for two years. Nobody's sure why they decided to pick him up now. Oh, it was a, they were going after another guy in the car. Is what it was. Oh yeah, That's he was in the, he was saying. in the car with his cousin who had a warrant out, not not a deportment warrant. I don't know why ICE was going after his cousin. The cousin was just for like gun charges. Um, but yeah, because ICE has uh, got no laws. I say ICE is not the Gestapo; they're the brown shirts. Okay. I think they're the the precursor. The uh, talk, should we should we come up? Even though you do have a green card, Hugh, should we come up with a deportment plan just in case things do change radically? Uh oh. <laughs> There's a look on Hugh's face that just got really like serious. Call. Sure. <laughs> uh, that doesn't sound like fun. No. <laughs> I enjoy yeah. whales. Don't get me wrong. It's been a while. You could get a you could get a new eighteen uh, year old wife. Oh, uh, that's that sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my students are now in their twenties, so. Ooh. You could be a, someone's second husband. Uh, isn't that what I'm going to be here anyways? <laughs> yeah, actually. Probably. I'm at that level. I'm at third husband territory now. Uh, over there. Oh, no, here, too. Even here, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely second wife material. <laughs> is, is there a, a third wife material? No. I mean, it, you rarely get to be a third wife. You definitely get to be a third husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of these ladies, uh, you know, actresses have... Like five or six, Elizabeth not ev- yeah, not everybody is Liz Taylor. Oh, Elizabeth Taylor got married seven times, but to six men, she married one twice. twice yes, good old Richard Burton. Mm-hmm. Ja Gabor was, I think, eight or nine. I think nine. Mm-hmm. Her last one was a. Ooh, he was a trip. Remember mm-hmm. the prince? Mm-hmm. Prince like. Nobody thinks he's a real prince, but he would go by the title. I forget. Like Schlutterbug. It was a very. It was almost like a, a Disney. It was such a like a prince name that mm-hmm. it didn't sound real. It sounded like something Disney would come up, like Von Olaf, mm-hmm. something silly like that. I mean, I, I'm going to guess Kim Kardashian will get there. She's at three or four now. She had three. Mm-hmm. Three? She, she could get very there. Very briefly. Well, not that Chris, um, what's his name? Humphreys. Was, was for very long. It was 70, 72 days. Yeah. But she was married even more briefly before that. Some uh, A&R guy or music, something like that, music yeah. producer? Mm-hmm. They were married for like a day or two. I think it got annulled, just like Britney's. 55-hour marriage. To Jason Alexander. Wow, I'm impressed you remember that name. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was well, an easy one to remember because it, it, it's a famous name, sort of. I remember that, too. Well, just because, never mind. Um, J-Lo. <laughs> I just want you to say it. J-Lo's that. about to be on, what, four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. If she marries A-Rod, it's four. Was well, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony, Chris, Chris Judd, and then she was married once yeah. before that. The unfamous Tim. guy. The unfamous guy. Well, she wasn't famous at the time. Uh, I mean, she just she did Selena while she was with him. Yeah, but that was like her breakout role, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And I she'd d- already been on like the Fly Girl or In Living Color and everything. They just announced, just kind of similar to the Maroon Five in Atlanta, that uh, J Lo at the Grammys this weekend is going to do a Motown tribute. Oh Jesus and a, and a, Christ! And a, uh, the the um the res- the responses from the Black Twitter are not kind. Uh, they like, shouldn't what? be. The, I saw one one person actually respond with, "It's the fifth day of Black Black History Month, and we have to deal with Liam Neeson and this bullshit." Oh, that was bad. <laughs> oh. uh, I was gonna try and avoid the Liam Liam conversation. Well, we don't have to talk about no, it. No, but but there's yeah. but the po- their point good. was made. Yeah. That we're five days into Black History Month, and you guys are fucking around. What is happening? Yeah, I I, I 
Wow. Motown. Well, she can't sing. No, no, not Motown. And if you're going to do a Motown tribute, she's not the one to pick in the first place. No. She can't sing. No. There was an uproar when Ariana Grande sang at Aretha's funeral, yeah. and Ariana can sing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who, okay. Well, she can't get, she's not good with tattoos. No. That's well, probably, you know what? Let's be honest. Most people are not. I, okay, but she got the tattoo on her, on her palm that was wrong. Oh, that was funny, though. It was, it, it, it? it was supposed to say Seven Rings. It, it actually was said, like, Little Barbecue Grill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in her defense, which I thought... And then she got another tattoo to try to fix it, which just turned it into Little Barbecue Grill Hand. Yeah. But in her defense, she she totally owned it, and she was funny about it. Like, people were making fun of her, and when she fixed it, she actually tweeted, I'm going to miss you, Little Barbecue Grill. You were awesome. Like, she's at least she's... Uh, and she, someone offered her a million dollars to take it off, but she said no. Like some tattoo removal place. Are palm tattoos like the new thing? That seems... A lot of people have them. Like, it, I, I it would annoy know. the hell of me. I'd always think my hand was dirty. I'd like, also be like, you know what? I wrote notes to myself on my hand in sure? middle school and high school. Like, I don't do that anymore. Also, on the palm of your hand, really? I don't know. This, I don't know. The palm of my hand is kind of sacred. Well, I was trying. I, I was, just get lines on it. You know? I was trying to one, like, figure, like, how much it would hurt. Now, granted, I don't have tattoos. Well, no, but then it was brought. Mary brought it up to me. Shout out, Mary. That um, because the back of your hand is supposed to be back of your hand, top of your feet are supposed to be the two most painful because it's just bone. I guess Mm -hmm. your forehead as well. There's no fat. It's just bone. Your ribs are yeah a lot. But like, and that's why upper arm, ass, those are least painful because it's all fat. Mm -hmm. Not all fat, but you know. Um, And I was like, the since the, the the top of your hand, or backs of your hand is. All bone, yes, but you don't. The, the your palms don't. It seems like that's not very thick either. So it seems like it would hurt a lot. But then she brought Mary brought up that your palms are very also very tough and coarse from using them, so you might not feel it as much. Yeah, but you do also have a large concentration of nerves. Yeah, nerve endings there. I mean, it's mostly at like your fingertips and stuff like that. But your entire I don't think hand, it's feeling good either well, way. Yeah, the real problem is it. It's it's not that it's gonna hurt or anything else. It's just gonna fade so much faster. Yeah, because yeah. it gets used. And you're, you're washing it. Yeah, you're, you're just the skin is being scraped off. I've always seen those tattoos where people have their fingers tattooed mm-hmm. on the inside, and by like year five, it's like they're gone essentially. And they also start to bleed out too. It's really hard to keep like crisp lines, everything like that in there. Like you I don't know. Hell of a well, tattoo I, artist to yeah. keep it like. Well, no, I would. I would. Doctor Wu. He's like the man. Who's Dr. Wu? Dr. Wu. He does. I, I actually like follow him on Instagram and have for years. He did my friend's tattoo. You were like, if you get a tattoo done by him, A, it's incredibly expensive. B, there's like a waiting list like forever. Yeah. But he does like very fine needlework. Uh, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. And he's gotten more and more popular over the years. I mean, I've been following him for like six years, I want to say. But yeah, his work is absolutely gorgeous. A lot of celebrities will go to him too. Right. But But it also is like... This better be this ain't this ain't some like cheesy one that you're gonna get. Like you're gonna get some art put on your body. Right. Do not get it he's, in a stupid spot. He's not doing tribal tattoos. He's not doing <laughs> tribal tattoos. Not unless it's the most intricate motherfucker that like or or somebody like who actually it, is you know, native. Like, yes. And it's like it's like okay like, we're doing like so many tiny little dots and this is what we're gonna do and then we're gonna make all this other. I mean you just have to go and look at him. Like like the Rock who has tribal tattoos. Mm-hmm. Be, because he's allowed oh, to. Yeah. He's allowed to. He's not like a white frat boy. Right. Well, him and his cousins all have them. Like, yeah. They mm-hmm. have like the... The full body. Yeah, like well, up the shoulders. The shoulder big is a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. They. Uh, he actually got his Brahma bull from back in the day covered up with a 
a huge bowl yeah, ripping that. out of his arm. I'm like, Jesus, it's a, it's a beautiful piece of work. Like, you can actually say that now. It's like some tattoos, you're just like, oh. And then you're like, wow, to other ones. If I, if I did get a hand of palm tattoo, you'd be able to keep it pristine if you wore that uh, David Duchovny oh, glass the, the, thing the from, Zoo, from, from, Zoo, Zoo, yeah. from Zoolander. When he, he was the former hand model, he didn't want his hand to age. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, David Duchovny, such a great role. Such it was a, such a great movie. Uh, the second one, not so much. No. I saw that one. I saw the second one in theater, not the first one, which I still don't know. I went on a date and I saw that one, I think. Zoolander? Yeah. Wow. Here's like, one, you could look at more of his stuff, but that's like. That's beautiful. Showing off Dr. Wu's Instagram. Yeah. That's, that's really like cool. Like underscore Dr. underscore Wu. I'm going to need a prison tat. You know, you just use the ones that are used like with a broken Bic pen. Just... Right. Yeah, I can do that mm -hmm. for you, buddy. All right. I'll do that right now. Yeah. Can you give me a teardrop? Uh, I got to look up which, which eye you're supposed to put the teardrop under. Well, do we fill it in or are we just doing an outline? Um, I'm, I'm not going color. No. Okay. Did, well, you, did you murder someone? I well, no. I believe that I, as, as far as my teardrop uh, tattoo knowledge goes, I believe under one eye is people you've killed. Under the other eye is how many people you've lost. Oh. So you got to get it right. Yes. Oh. Or you could just say your crybaby from oh, Johnny Depp's finest yeah. role. <laughs> De definitely Tracy Lore's finest role. No, no, she had a lot better roles. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, you haven't seen them all. You haven't watched her entire catalog, I see. Uh, Blade. Uh, she was great in. Um, um, Obviously, Nate doesn't remember her. Come Chuggers one. Virtuosity. She, oh. she was she was the performer oh, in the was club. She, she was a, okay. Yeah. Tracy Lord and I re, I do remember this. I I'm being totally honest when I say I don't I'm not as familiar with Tracy Lord's film early film career. I know she was an adult film star. Mm -hmm. Don't know anything about that. But then in the er, mid '90s, she really became like a big EDM artist, like electronic dance music. I had several of her albums. She was good. Oh, that's right. She was really good. And then in Virtuosity, she was performing in that role. Like she just played, you know, she was yeah. playing in a club. I'm gonna have to watch. Like that. it was. I think it was the, the scene where Sid Six Point Seven first starts fighting people in a club. She's performing. Okay, so is this your uh, pick for the week? Oh no, I have another pick. Mm. Ooh. I was, I, we'll um, close out on this one. Employee's pick. Okay, employees this pick, week's yes. employee's pick is a um, forgotten gem. Forgotten in that I am the only one who knows what it is. <laughs> called From 1995, called Vibrations. <laughs> well, you Vib really are. Vibrations. Are you sure this is not it, an adult film oh, starring gets, Tracy Lords? It gets so much better. Okay. It stars um, James Marshall, who um, is best probably best known for being the quiet of the two defendants in A Few Good Men. He was Private Downey, oh. the, the white one, yeah. the two. Um, he stars as a up and coming musician, uh, in this like small town, uh, very successful. He's starting to get successful and he has lives, he has his girlfriend, lives with his dad. He gets into a car accident. These like drunk assholes, like cause him to get into a car accident where he loses his hands. So he can no longer be a musician. So then he falls into depression, becomes an alcoholic and it expands. It, it like fast forwards to years later. He's a homeless person in New York city who doesn't have hands. It Damn, gets, oh, it gets better. So he has found, so Christina Applegate oh. plays a woman who uh, puts on warehouse parties. They don't call them raves in the movie, but they're just warehouse parties in New York City. She finds him drunk and asleep in one of the warehouses because he's homeless. She decides to take him in, so he let, she lets him stay at her apartment for a while. 
in this apartment building, there, one, there's uh, her who produces these parties. There's a mu uh, music producer who's played by Scott Cohen, who's better known as Max from the first two seasons of Gilmore Girls, yeah. who Lorelai was engaged to. There's a, a computer nerd, and then their landlord is a sculptor. So anyway, basically, he gets these fake metallic hands that he can't, like, move them. They're just, like, metal. And um, he basically, with these fake new fake hands, learns how to play the piano one note at a time. Oh, oh, the, yeah, my, okay. So he learns to play this music one note at a time. The computer guy figures out how to make this special glove for him that you can program the music into him. So he has these robotic hands that, like, play the music. Oh, my God. Then the, the music producer guy helps him produce these, like, basically EDM music. Uh. Then the sculptor, who's the landlord, builds him this suit so he basically looks like one of the robots from Daft Punk. <laughs> this was, like, really before Daft Punk made it big, so I'm not... I don't want to accuse them, but Daft Punk may have stolen the idea for the robot. So, so this, so this main character becomes like a robot DJ EDM star, starts traveling around the country, and then I don't want to spoil the end of it. He ends up playing back in his old hometown, and guess who are the security guards at the concert? The guys who took who caused him to crash. Oh my yeah. goodness! It's called Vibrations, 1995. Look it up. Where did you find this movie? I used to go to a. Um, uh, a video. My favorite video store back home was not Blockbuster. It was uh, our supermarket. Our version of Ralph's is called Schnooks. They had a Schnooks. <laughs> they had a they had a, a video. You know, supermarkets used to have video stores. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I for whatever reason, Schnooks had all these movies, these low budget straight to video movies that Blockbuster would never have. Mm -hmm. And I just went on a run like one summer where I just picked. A lot of, I was just like, okay, this one looks good. I saw the cover. It had Christina Applegate and a dude in a robot suit. And I'm like, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yep. And I am so glad I Two did. Two things, Christina Applegate and robots. I will, I'll post something a little bit better about it because I feel like I, I, don't, I didn't describe it very well because it, it deserves so much more. <laughs> oh, so I look forward to much this post. more. Oh, man. That, you, you will create your own post that yeah. will that'll just... I mean, the gist of it is sculptor, computer nerd, music producer, build a robot suit for a musician who lost his hands. A homeless musician. A homeless musician who lost his hands. And Christina Applegate, uh, I don't want to, uh, spoiler alert, love interest, also gets him clean and sober. Oh, yes. <laughs> love conquers all. The love of a good woman who yeah. puts up with so much mm. conquers everything. Yeah, it would make me want to drink again. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's why we're all single. That's the reason. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's the good way to end it right there. That's the reason. That's the reason. That's it. Oh, someone's getting ready for her. What? I can oh. hear the hair, hairspray. Uh, what, pick, what did you show her of? Uh, the hands oh and God, playing the piano. Oh. So great. It was a. Uh, I had to like. His mullet was fabulous. So I just remember that. Who I'm talking about? Yeah, that I know exactly what you're talking about. He was in, he was in another movie Poster. with uh, Gladiator with uh, a. Gladiator. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, Gladiator with Scooby and Scooby Gooding Jr. Junior, that's the one. That's the one. I. Oh yeah. Spe yeah. Special appearance with the Utah Saints. Yeah, there is the whole soundtrack is like it's like